this week, it's like the universe is coming to knock on your door and ask you, hey, where are you ready to raise your standards? And then promptly reminding you that congratulations, leveling up is an inside job. Thank you, universe, for that reminder. Yes, this is all in reference to Venus, the planet, the goddess planet of creation, love, beauty, aesthetics, finances, cash, money is moving into the sign of the sea goat, Capricorn, on November 5th. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. This is a really important transit, probably the most important thing that we can do to focus on this transit and to understand what the themes are and what to expect and to really study what's coming up in these next few weeks because they're going to guide us like a bridge into what is the new foundation? What is the new way we are setting ourselves up for success in 2022? And where maybe are we redefining what success means to us? Where are we being asked to realign with our values and reposition ourselves. Thanks for that, Venus. It's going to be so much fun. In the sign of Capricorn, starts November 5th. And most of the time, as some of you may know from being here, Venus stays in one sign normally for an average of about 20 to 23 days. This time, guess how long Venus is going to be in Capricorn for? Yeah, November 5th till March 6th. 2022. Yep. Got to put the year in there because that's how long. So when we see something like this, we say something, we realize that, okay, this is a pretty big opportunity. We're getting like an extended time to work on this assignment. We're getting an extended stay here in Venus and Capricorn because it's super important. We've learned a lot about Capricorn since 2020. Capricorn planets and the cluster and convergence of them are basically what sort of was the cosmic catalyst behind our whole society imploding with COVID. But now this is a part of the rebuilding and Venus and Capricorn is going to bring some of the financial repercussions and ramifications that we are probably now just catching up to in COVID, frankly. And Venus and Capricorn is also asking us to, like I said, level up in everything, in love, with our finances, and how we do business, and ask and ask us, like, what do we value? And if you value it, invest your time and money in it. If you don't value it, let it go. Venus and Capricorn is a big quality over quantity energy. And Venus and Capricorn is going to ask us to really set ourselves up for success while also redefining success. So it's a big transit. It's going to affect us in the economic sector, I would say for sure. But it's a really great opportunity to re-examine ourselves and our foundations. So I'm going to talk about a little bit more of what that means and 
how we can look at some of these cycles that it's closing out. It's kind of cool. There's a whole thing with Venus that happens in eight-year cycles. So I'm going to give you some prompts at the end of the episode of how to really reflect and work with this energy. But of course, I got to get into the normal spiel. Hi, how you doing? I jumped right in this week because it's a big one. And I want you to understand, you know, this is a podcast, so I can't use emojis. I can't highlight things. I can't use bold italics. I can't use all caps, but if I could, I would use all of them to really emphasize how important this astrology is right now. From now to the end of the year, well, frankly, from now until February 2022, we are really being asked to examine every area of our life, let go of what we've outgrown, reach and stretch into new levels of worthiness and our personal power. Also, we're going to be asked to face the ways in which we limit ourselves. We're going to be asked to face our own toxic behaviors and you know, grow the F up and take accountability for ourselves. And we're also, I believe, being asked to realign or align with a complete new version of success, what that looks like in terms of the money we make, how we make it, how we run our business, what is our work-life balance, and all of that feels like a really juicy opportunity, but it's in Capricorn. Capricorn likes hard work. Capricorn is all about putting in a good day's work, getting your hands a little dirty, rolling up the sleeves, putting in the elbow grease, and then enjoying, enjoying that bad and bougie life because bitch, you earned it. Okay. So it's really important. Venus and Capricorn, if you have Venus and Capricorn, congratulations, (laughs) you're going to be in a very long extended Venus return. And yeah, so, okay, we're in Scorpio season two. How are we feeling? How are we doing? This past Scorpio new moon was a doozy. We're still going to be feeling the effects of it. Scorpio season, as we know, is the time of year where we're really asked to go within, go into our own personal underworld, look at our subconscious, look at the things, maybe some of our fears or some of the ways in which we do get in our own way or that we engage in power struggles. It's also a hella sexy time of year. You know, it's mysterious, it's black lace, it's La Perla, it's whatever is probably even a sexier lingerie brand than that. It's mysterious. It's all about intimacy and vulnerability and just raw like sensuality. So I hope you're tapping into some of that. But this Scorpio new moon packed a little bit of an extra punch because it was opposite Uranus, which is the radical awakener planet. It's shock value. It's surprises. It's like screaming plot twist in your face. It's just the planet of like, expect the unexpected. It's kind of a cliche expression when it comes to Uranus, but it's just true. So we dealt with all of that. Saturn was all up in there restricting us last week, making us feel irritated, frustrated, or just like weighed down, lethargic. And I just wanted to warn everyone, usually new moons are like this time of fresh beginnings. And I talked about this last week. This new moon was a heavier one and it could make us feel really irritated or kind of restless or honestly just dissatisfied in our life. So I just want to honor if you're feeling that you're not alone. It was part of the astrological weather. And we're going deep, deep, deep. We're going like deep into the subterranean areas of ourselves this Scorpio season because we have Mars, the planet of action and drive in Scorpio. The sun is in Scorpio. 
And now, as of November 5th, the day this podcast comes out, a lot is happening astrologically and Mercury, the planet of communication and technology and the planet that rules the way we think also moves into Scorpio. It's like we're in a Scorpio theme party right now. Like every detail is very Scorpionic. And so I just want you all to really allow yourselves as much as it feels safe to see like where you need to go deeper. Where do you need to cut some old cords of energy, release some things that you're holding on to out of comfort and see like why, what's the fear there that's up and you hold on to that. I know for me personally, I've felt like a lot of energy of change, a lot of just like things coming up, things in my subconscious that I'm like, oh, I haven't thought of that in a while. Weird dreams, kind of like a recycling or returning to old patterns. And I'm like, ah, okay, I see here. Mm-hmm. I meant to like excavate this because we always talk about new moon is like planting seeds, right? In soil. But sometimes like there's some weird shit in the soil. Like there's some stuff that we need to go a lot deeper and make sure like what's the quality of the soil that we're putting all of these new moon intentions into. And again, because of the upcoming eclipses that are happening that start off on November 19th, and then we have Venus retrograde and then Saturn square Uranus, the end of the year is going to really want us to figure out like our healthy, stable, fertile ground that we can like root ourselves in. So yeah, so that's, that's part of that. I minus some of that uh, scorpionic Uranian energy, I had a delightful week. I went with my baby cousin and my sister and my older cousin to MSG to see Harry Styles. And it was amazing. I was living for the Aquarian energy. Harry Styles has an Aquarius stellium. And this kind of brings me to my first like, uh, you know, astrology in the news moment. If astrology isn't real, then why? I was just like, oh God, like (laughs) I'm in this MSG stadium, very Aquarian, you know, community of people, probably the largest group, definitely the largest group I've been around since COVID and you had to you know show your vaccine to get in. So I'm in this Aquarian space. Aquarius is the water bear. Aquarius rules containers. So I'm in this like container with the largest community, the largest gathering of people I've been with in a very long time. And we are all brought there by Harry Styles, an Aquarius stellium, someone who truly is born to be a pop star in his chart. It's like through and through, he has that magnetic energy and he understands like beauty and art and doing things his own way. But the thing that I thought was really cool was his Aquarian energy kind of encourages everyone to be their own version of Aquarius, to let their own freak flag fly. So my astrology, if astrology isn't real moment was like, if astrology isn't real, then why is Harry Styles here as this Aquarius stellium? And he's sort of this like new face of what it means to make a heartthrob, right? He has his like nails painted, everything, all of his merch was like, be kind to strangers. Love is love. I definitely bought some merch that said treat people with kindness. I'm like, this is the best ever, like pop star merch minus Britney's ever. And everyone there was really, yeah, encouraged. It was being so nice to each other and so welcoming. I mean, it was all, I should say also a very femme space. It was only like a lot of women, a lot of girls, a lot of like LGBTQ folks, and then a few dads sprinkled in. But it was like truly the most Aquarian energy in there. I was like, wow, like I was kind of anxious about being in a large crowd. I'm a New Yorker. I lived in New York for 13 years. I'm like, oh my God, Madison Square Garden on Halloween. 
Penn Station, am I really prepared for this? But truly the Aquarius energy that flows from Harry's styles is beautiful. And I think it's a sign of things to come that we can expect in our artists and in our, you know, tastemakers and trendsetters. And it was all very cool, very Aquarian. I loved it. So Harry Styles, if you're listening to this, LOL, I appreciate you. So that was like my personal of astrology isn't real moment. I'm taking polls on Instagram. You can go to Cosmic Revolution, Cosmic RX. We're going to be doing weekly polls of like, what are the stories you want to hear about on here? Because I want to keep it succinct with the pop culture and the current events that are going on. And whatever I don't get to here, I'm going to make it one TikTok of the week about it. So I took a poll and what you all really wanted to hear about was Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. So you can check out my TikTok. I'm going to go into their compatibility and kind of like their understanding of their own astrology. But my if astrology isn't real moment was like, of course, of course, Pete Davidson, zaddy energy, literally known for having big dick energy. Like people have said that about him because he pulls some mega babes, you know, photographed on the cyclone, like holding hands, rock Kim Kardashian, making rock and roll hands signals and just like so casual. And you're like, oh, Kim Kardashian, it's not Libra season anymore, but she was not about to let Kravis Courtney and Travis get all that attention. And so she just like lit the internet on fire with this photo of her and Pete Davidson, who is a Scorpio. So it's very on brand, very literal astrology to have Pete Davidson be put on complete blast during Scorpio season as the magnetic, mysterious, kind of sexy, even though we can't explain why energy that definitely is like the Scorpio archetype. So I thought that was so funny. I'm going to go deeper into that on my TikTok. And then lastly, the thing that was interesting is the day of recording this Wednesday, November 3rd. It's the last like Mercury retro shade. We are completing that whole cycle. So you can look in your own life. What have you learned since early September? Mercury was in Libra, went into retrograde, is now finally finishing out its last few degrees. And in the last few degrees, we really reflect on and sometimes we return to, yeah, some of the things that happened during that cycle. So thinking about early September to now, what happened for you? Well, I know what happened here. Instagram went down again today and I was laughing because I was like, oh, Instagram, you and your Mercury retrograde hijinks. And especially during this retrograde cycle, Mark Zuckerberg announced the redoing, the renaming of Facebook into Meta. And we know Mercury retrograde is all about redoing things. So again, I'm like, I don't know. It's all so literal. If astrology isn't real, then why, y'all? Why? So I love hearing your if astrology isn't real moments. You can definitely continue to DM them to me at I am Maddie Murphy. Or you can, like I said, check out those polls or those surveys. And I love keeping this content coming for you. So let's switch gears to the moon report for the week. This is your emotional weather report. Everything I'm talking about, like the Venus Capricorn, all of that, that's affecting us on this collective level. We're feeling this in everything, in the banks, in the institutions, in like politics. We feel it in the supply chain. We feel it in pop culture. 
The moon report is your report. This is your emotional weather, how you're going to be feeling these days so that way you can prepare and that way you can navigate these days with, I don't know, emotional awareness tools in your toolkits so you can self-regulate or so you can take advantage and know like what are the obstacles, the opportunities that I'm going to be presented with emotionally and you know, plan your week around that. This is good, good self-care tips. So here goes, here's your emotional weather report for the week of November 5th. Get your pens and paper out. Okay. So on November 5th, we have the moon is still in Scorpio. We're still feeling that new moon energy. Also, if you haven't had time to work on your new moon manifesting, you can still do that. You can actually do that on the 5th, 6th, or 7th. If you want to know about how to manifest with this new moon, how it's affecting you in your chart, the deeper astrology of it, and some rituals and tarot card spreads to support your new moon manifesting, you can download our moon guide. It's available for subscription. It's $11 a month. It's, it goes so deep into this and it's a really helpful tool. So like I said, you have up into those three days to work with the new moon energy, but this is your last, I would say, safe opportunity to actively manifest until the end of the year, until late December, really early January, because we're going to be entering eclipse season. I'm not going to get into it here of why we don't manifest during eclipse season. I'll talk about that next week, but just trust me, I always get a lot of pushback on this. I am very lenient with my everyone's own view of their spirituality, astrology, magic. But I will say I do really caution people against working with eclipse energy in any way that's actively manifesting. Okay. So BBs, if you want to manifest, get it done those days or else you're taking a little bit of a time out until the end of the year. So what I like about this is on Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon moves into Sagittarius and stays there for the weekend, the 6th into the 7th. It's yummy energy. Moon in Sagittarius always helps us feel optimistic, hopeful. So if you've been feeling heavy, especially after all that new moon vibes, you might feel a little lighter those days. Those might actually be better days to do your new moon manifesting. So you might feel a little brighter. When the moon's in Sag, like I said, you're feeling more hopeful you're tapping into more of your visionary energy. And you're also feeling curious and chatty and maybe social. So I would say do's for that day, you know, study something new, practice, you know, studying like astrology or reading that philosophy book you've been putting off or travel to a new coffee shop, new restaurant, expand your horizons those days. The things I want you to look out for while the moon is in Sag is the moon in Sag somehow whoop, takes away the filter on ourselves. We have no filter when the moon is in Sag. So I want you to think before you speak. Yes, novel concept, but I just want you to slow down a little bit and don't blurt out things. And if someone asks you to give it to them straight, just like be gentle, okay? Be gentle and also be careful of making jokes at other people's expenses, okay? Just things I want you to look out for. So then we have late Sunday night, but you really start to feel it more on Monday. As we move into the week ahead, we have a Capricorn moon and we'll have this until Tuesday night. I love a Capricorn moon Monday. It's like we are feeling ambitious. We are feeling 
like Dolly Parton, pour myself a cup of ambition, nine to five, what a way to make a living. Dolly Parton herself is a Capricorn. So this is a day we're feeling like, you know, those days you just feel on, on a Monday, especially the week starts off right. You're like, yup, I woke up early. I woke up before my fifth snooze on my alarm clock. I worked out. I showered. I made myself coffee and a hard boiled egg. And I am ready to take on this day. That is Capricorn moon energy. It's like getting stuff done, crossing things off the list, being the executive, being the CEO of your own life. So if you have big meetings, things to do, Capricorn moon days is just great for being productive and being diligent and dedicating yourself to, yeah, like getting shit done. Things that we we want to look out for on moon and Capricorn days is we're not feeling super emo those days. We're not actually feeling super empathetic. Usually, again, we're just here to get stuff done, y'all. So this might not be the day if you are trying to tap into some, you know, of your creativity or tap into some emotions or even like having a hard conversation where to let someone down or see their side of things. Mm, Capricorn moon day is not the best. Also, look out for just being hard on yourself. We love to work hard, but we also need to play hard. We need to rest, especially as we enter this eclipse season. And this moon in Capricorn day will be the first moon in Capricorn day where it is touching Venus in Capricorn. So we are going to feel like our mind is on our money, our money's on our mind. We're going to feel really aware of like our value, our worth, our money in our bank account, which is great. I just don't want you to be hard on yourself, right? Feeling you're behind or feeling that you have to work in overdrive, you know, or that you're behind on some kind of like financial goals. That's fine. You're not going to solve it in two days. Use that time to plan and plot ahead. Okay. And then as we end out the week, we have Thursday, the moon's in Aquarius. Oh, sorry. I skipped over Wednesday. I got all hyped on cap energy. So we round out the week. November 10th and the 11th, we have Aquarius moon days. Aquarius moon days are great. They're just clear. They're crisp. My cousin pointed out they're not sticky. Things don't stick to us. We're not really that sensitive on Aquarius moon days. We're more cerebral. We're seeing things from a higher level. We're tapping into, again, some like higher wisdom. We're feeling very analytical these days. If you are having trouble making a decision and it's feeling too emotional, do a good old like pro-con list these days. Aquarius moon days are also great days to plug into your community. Like I talked about at my Harry Styles concert, tap into your friend group, reach out to people you haven't seen in a while, do something in person. Aquarius energy thrives on friends and thrives on remembering that we are naturally socially articulate beings, that we need social connections. So reach out to them. Aquarius moon days, we also do want to look out for the thing we don't want to do is overthink. We don't want to get into that analysis paralysis where our mind is going so fast that we are anxious or that we are driving ourselves crazy or that we're so indecisive that we're getting in our own way from doing something really cool. So Aquarius moon days, do brain dumps, talk it out with again, friends, or just seeing where if you're like, head is spinning. Sometimes a good old fashioned gratitude list is great on Aquarius moon day of like all the stuff that's going right in the here and now. Also gratitude lists are going to be a great practice for Venus and Capricorn. So get a head start. Okay. That's your emotional weather report. That's your moon report. That's what's happening on the inside world, which is honestly super important. It may be even more important than the bigger transits if you're new to astrology, because this is what you're feeling. 
And working with the moon is truly our gateway to understanding and tracking the larger cycles, the larger transits, the larger ingresses that we go through throughout the year, because the moon goes through every single zodiac sign in the month. So you get to know how that energy feels to you. Track it, write it down in a journal. Aquarius moon days, how do you feel? You know, Sagittarius moon days, how do you feel? How does Sag energy work with you? Okay. So let's get into our planetary planning. This is where I just break down like the one big transit of the week, what it means for you, how it's going to make you feel and how you can work with it in, again, hopefully practical, accessible terms. Okay. So let's get into what this Venus in Capricorn means. We touched upon it, but maybe more importantly, how we can begin to work with it in a really practical way. This is not going to be the end of me talking about Venus and Capricorn. When it stations retrograde, you're going to hear me giving you other prompts. But again, this is really going to help us understand some of the themes that are going to be coming up for us for the next four months. All right. So like we said, the planet of love, beauty, money, finances moves into the sign of the boss bitch, (laughs) moves into the sign of Capricorn, which is the cardinal earth sign that's really driven by integrity, ambition that's associated with business, that's associated also with uh, the patriarchy and capitalism in terms of traditional you know, ways we make money. It's really a sign that's about like the mountain goat climbing up the mountain one step at a time, being disciplined, being focused, having structure, taking accountability for yourself so you can enjoy some like long-term ROI. Okay, like return on your investment in yourself, Capricorn. That's like dirty talk to Capricorns. So this Venus in Capricorn is coming to essentially help us create new foundations in love, business, and money, like I mentioned. And there's new structures that are going to be building, that we're going to be building for all of us on the collective level, but I'm going to talk about right now more about for you, all right? So we're going to start to feel Venus in Capricorn energy is about the long haul. It is long-term planning. Um, You might feel like if you are dealing with any kind of one night stand, fuck boy energy, like something that's just silly, uh -uh, you're going to be like, nah, it's either time to like define this relationship or end the relationship or the situationship. Okay. So we're going to be up leveling things in our life. And we want to understand like, what are the things, who are the people what are the ways in which we make money that are really helping us take steps towards who we want to be, where we want to go? This is going to be a time we're going to be asked to get really clear on what you want. Okay. And you're also going to feel pushed to take steps towards more commitments. We're not going to rush into those commitments because of the Venus retrograde on December 19th, but we are going to look at like, what are, what's the plan? You know, where are we going? Capricorns love a plan. Capricorns love a business plan. So it's like, if, you know, I'm saying that I want to be in a long-term conscious supportive partnership, but I'm sort of uh, selling myself short and dating people I know who really aren't meant for me, not in the same place, then like, that's not going to work. And we have to be radically honest with ourselves during Venus and Capricorn about, like I said, what are we investing in? What are we? What do we value? So it's one thing I want you to begin to look at during this Venus in Capricorn is money and time, baby. That's what we invest in: money, time, and energy. But with Capricorn, money and time is very associated. Venus is the planet of money. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, who's connected to time. So I'm going to focus on those two. All right. 
So we say we want things sometimes. We want to feel healthier. We want to, you know, feel financially more secure. We want to have more adventures. But then it's like, does our bank account reflect that? The ways in which we save and spend money, does it reflect? Does it reflect, you know, if we want to be better at our art or take our business full time, are we investing our time in that? So we're going to be looking at our bank accounts and our calendars. And again, we have four months to do this. So I don't want you to feel pressure that you have to do it all at once. But this is one of your first cosmic RXs that I'm going to give you is looking at that, just being honest, do an assessment, do an audit. And then I want you to start to think about like, okay, where do I need to invest differently? And these also might be in higher minded, like more societal ideological things. Like if you say that you really care about small business, do you invest in small business? Do you spend your money there? If you say you really care about the earth, how are you spending your money in a way that reflects that? If you say you really care about your family, are you spending your time with your family? Just again, this is a little bit of like the Scorpio energy going to the Venus and Capricorn, like really radically confronting ourself and, and looking at every part of ourselves, shining the light on things. So that's something I want you to think about doing, okay? So that's going to be your first invitation. Are we having fun yet with Venus and Capricorn? The second thing I want you to start thinking about is, you know, how can I set myself up for success more? Okay. How can I, what are the structures? What is the framework? What is the foundation that I need to set myself up for success? Again, is that allocating time in your schedule to work on your book? If you want to be a writer, is that getting healthy meals delivered to you automatically so you don't have to worry about cooking or having like late night standing binges of crackers and cheese is that you want to apply to get your master's and you need to figure out like I don't know it's sitting down and doing that paperwork and just biting the bullet and doing it um is it something like you know you're trying to you want to have a new job you need to dust up the resume So like, how do you set yourself up for success and start thinking about that? And like I said in the beginning, there's going to be like a 2A to that Cosmic Rx. I want you to start to think about, it kind of ties into what do you value and setting yourself up for success. But it's like, what is your definition of success? And I really want you to begin to stand tall in your truth of what is your success And begin to push away any of the expectations, any of the ideals, any of the assumptions or things that you've thought about success or self-imposed restrictions, all right? Anything, like anything that you feel like has been choking you or blocking you, whether that's thinking that to be successful, you have to give up all your free time and work, 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 or that, you know, to be successful, you have to be living in a certain city or to be successful, you have to sacrifice romantic relationships or to be successful, you can't be creative. You know, like what are these things? We all have them. It's Venus and Capricorn. We all have some sort of probably internalized late stage capitalism situation happening inside of us. Oh, (laughs) do we ever? So like looking at that, because when I tell you, We're on the cusp as a collective and as a society of completely redefining success. And we're going to be looking at everything over the next few years from the five hour work week to, you know, where we live, to quality of life, to the industries that are going to be 
lifted up and doing well. So this is a time to get really clear on what success means to you. Okay. And again, it kind of ties back into what do you value? Looking at that. All right. So that's it. That's your one. That's your two and two A, Cosmic Rx. And then three is I just want you to start in a way that feels good to you, whether that's writing it in a Google Doc or in a diary or making a mood board. I want you to have a little fun and I want you to think about where do you want your life, relationships, career, and bank account? All the small things in life, right? You know, these are big pillars of ourselves. Where do you want them to be in three months, in six months, in one year? And I want you to, again, put that map that out because we can't be ambitious if we don't know where we're headed, right? The mountain goat Capricorn needs to know like where they're headed. What is the trail I'm going up? What's the vista I'm trying to get to? Thinking about that. And then we're going to talk about more Venus and Capricorn of like making a plan. How you do that? What does that look like? Capricorns love plans. Just shout out to Charlotte Miller, who is a Gemini, but I feel a lot of cap energy coming off of her. And she always tells us it's time to plan the work and work the plan, right? Like that's the key to success. And Capricorn loves that. So the first thing though, is I want you to think about like, what does that look like? So you know where you're headed and then you'll start, you have a lot of time, four months to work your way backwards from there. And as a heads up, we are starting a whole new cycle, a new Venus star point cycle. I'm not going to get into too much of what that means now because I don't want to overwhelm us with the astrology mumbo jumbo, but I will say that something that's coming up this winter, this Venus and Capricorn, it's ending out something from 2013, 2014 winter. That was the last time Venus was retrograde in Capricorn. So just thinking about where you were what you were doing, there's going to be a correlation between that and now, okay? And like we know from astrology, sometimes it's pretty literal. So looking at that time, if you were like me and sometimes your memory is shot skis, you can look at your old emails, your phone, your social media, our iPhones now are like living archives. If you keep journals, great, good for you. Look back on that. But I want you to think about that. There's, there's a closing out something happening from that cycle and this Venus retrograde in Capricorn that we're going to be entering into and these Scorpio Taurus eclipses they do have implications for us to tap into enormous levels of success and new levels of self-worth and of course yes cash money honey we love it but again you need to get very clear and take radical responsibility and pay attention to some of the cosmic assignments so that we can do that so that's where I'm going to leave it for today. That's Venus and Capricorn. I'm going to end by pulling one of our Oracle cards. It's a note from your higher self. I just feel like I need a little punctuation. You all know my mind, I'm very long-winded and my brain is getting so much information on these podcasts. I'm like channeling and reading my notes. And so sometimes it's hard for me to know where just to leave it off. So I'm going to pull a card. It's like our punctuation point. It's the note from your higher self. It's the text message that you know, wraps up everything we need to know here and just puts a little boop, Maddie, you're done now. So let's pull a card here. Perfect. This is literally the most Scorpio Venus in Capricorn card of our whole deck. And this is why I wanted to pull it because the cards know better than I do what to say. If it doesn't bring you income, inspiration, or orgasms, it doesn't belong in your life. Boom. All right. It's time for quality over quantity leveling up. It's an inside job. 
and you're so freaking ready for it. All right. So thank you so much for joining, for listening. Tag us in things that come up at the Cosmic RX. Slide my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy. Let us know what you want to hear about here. The show's for you. And that's where we're going to leave you. Signing off. Mwah. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.